Hi, this is By Its Cover, One Marriage's Journey Through Movie Night, using only the covers of films found on streaming services. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin Eggleston. And I'm your other host, Bree Eggleston. Yes, we are. And together we are going to be watching uh, Netflix's The... Girl on the Third Floor. There we go. I knew there was a floor, I knew there was a third, and I didn't know what else happened. <laughs> Clearly he did not have it pulled up in front of him. I so. judge it by its cover. It doesn't mean I can read the words on it. All right. <laughs> It's uh, day, what, four of quarantine? We've forgotten how to read. Uh, <laughs> Technically, we're not quarantined. Oh, sorry. We're self-isolating. Yes, today is self-isolation. We're learning the differences between these words. Yeah. And uh, that means we're also not sheltered in place yet, officially. You know, you've got terms that <laughs> I choose not to recognize. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather we didn't really need to know the definitions and... <laughs> I just feel like I'm a very unpopular child right now. <laughs> I'm actually quite, quite okay. Although today is the first day that I'm actually not physically at work. Um, I'll still be teleworking, but. Oh, and just so you're aware, uh, as a person that's done this for four days now, you're going to get some weird thoughts. They're going <laughs> to just sneak up on you. So really, we're going to change this podcast into how cray-cray can we get? <laughs> how cray-cray can we bay? No. Cray-cray with bay? Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not terrible. It's not, because those are my initials. Yeah. I, yeah let's make this about you. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, then we could be cree-cree with Bree, because that'd be my initials, but, you know. Well, and it would be our smush name, too, Cavan and Bree. Oh, we're going down a weird rabbit hole, Cavan. let's this start. this is what to... I told you would happen. <laughs> let's start talking about the you movie. You were supposed to be the sane one. <laughs> All right, Girl on the Third Floor. Uh, Bree, you want to give me a quick, this is what the cover is? So there is, it looks like a ye olde timey farmhouse with the lit window on the I'm gonna guess third floor. <laughs> okay, I already want to call some shenanigans. That looks like an attic, not a third floor. I would say yes, you're correct. I don't know architectural designation of whether attics count as third floors, or maybe it's like a, a, a loft situation up there, but... It's definitely not a full floor. Feels like she's in an attic. Addict. Attic. Attic. Anyways, uh, it pans down. There's a dude on the front porch, very clearly a masculine figure. Uh, and then it drops further. And instead of seeing ground, the bottom of the house actually turns into the bottom of like an anatomical heart. Yes. And Ca OK, look at that tagline. You t tell it them makes me so furious. <laughs> Don't tell him. <laughs> Because you get where there's a... Oh, it's got a shitty pun in it. Uh, it's not even a pun. I don't know what you'd call this. But it's home is where the hell... Or where hell is. Yeah. Home is where hell is, is the pun. And again, it's because, you know, the saying's home is where the heart is. Yeah. And I'm so annoyed that it's like, oh, so you put a heart on this cover. <laughs> oh, you sons of bitties. So now it makes me wonder if hearts are even going to be involved or if they just made that tagline so that they could use an anatomical heart on the cover. Yeah, well, okay. So do we just want to jump right into predictions? Sure. There's the, not much else to say about the cover. Oh, there is. 
there uh, is so much, but I want to jump into my prediction here. Okay, tell me. Girl can't leave the house. Agoraphobic? Not necessarily. Maybe dead. Can't leave the house. Oh. Haunted. But I think that the house is somehow tied to whether or not she's quote unquote alive. And like that's her heart. Maybe oh. we're getting like a, a telltale heart kind of. Like it that plays in there somewhere. Like that. Why would they try to poe? I don't know. You can't poe. You can't poe. You can't go where Poe has been. Faux show. Don't do that. <laughs> I, uh, I can... He's s- looking at me with disgust right now. I can self-isolate. Within our house. So many other places. Our house isn't that big, but I do feel like you could definitely get away from me if you needed to. <laughs> I, yeah. Let's not find out. Like I'll just be like, then we're going to have my own podcast. <laughs> so you're thinking that she's going to be a ghost. Yeah, like she's going to be stuck there. I think he's going to, the guy on the porch is going to have to like bring people to sustain her. Oh. Like a murder thing. Like he feeds the house. Interesting. Um. Also, what's your thought? Or have you had a chance to have that speculation? Um, I think that she's going to be terrorized by this guy. You think so? Yeah, it's going to be kind of like that one movie with Liv Tyler. So you don't think it's going to be supernatural necessarily? That one movie with Liv Tyler, I dare you. Lord the of the Strangers. Rings? Oh, okay, that's different. Yeah. I was like, fucking Fellowship of the Ring? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you think Aragorn was the bad guy in that? Viggo or Mortensen or was it's going to be like The Sixth Sense where they both don't know that the other person is either alive or dead. And they're working around each other, but scaring each other at the same time. Oh, my God. Like a horror movie version of The Lake House. Oh, I love that movie. I would love so much a horror movie version of The Lake House. <laughs> How? Gr- oh, my God. Screenwriters. Actually, I guess we have time. I was going to say, you have time. You could do this. Nobody. Don't stop. Don't say your. Don't oh, say the rest of your. <laughs> You're telling me you wouldn't watch like Sandy B in Keanu Reeves? Trying <laughs> nope. To- you failed at that, yeah. babe. <laughs> a little Sandy B and a Keanu Ree. Mm, no. Ooh, that feels bad. Somehow. I don't like that. It feels Kay Reeves? Creevies? I don't know. <laughs> no, you're not uh, doing well tonight. It's a tough name to smush. <laughs> it uh, is. It deserves its full Keanu. character. Uh, just Keanu. He doesn't need to have the last name. <laughs> but yeah, like them, like in different times, but then they're like, they're horror, they're... Like, both of them are murdered at different times, and they're ghosts. Oh, that would be good. That'd be good. I'm just saying. Could be could be some... some. You heard it here first, folks. When it comes on the uh, big screen, yeah. just know you were in at the ground level. And I'll cast Ange Spa and James Spa. Ange Spa and James Spa. I, I don't or, know. Or some Henry Cavill and some Gina Carano, which I didn't know they had dated. Yes. So. I thought we talked about that. You might have said it. I might not have paid attention. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's very... But here's one of the things I wanted to point out. Um, I'm a little nervous. Tell me why. Because anytime somebody's got their name in quotes, (laughs) this stars Phil C.M. Punk Brooks, who's a... Quote, unquote, C.M. Punk. Yeah, because he was a WWE wrestler, I think. Oh, no. I didn't really watch WWE. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I don't, and I was looking, I was trying to see if this was done by them, but I couldn't see it if it is, um, but it just, I'm not sure we're going to get great acting. I don't know, it looks like it got a some sort of 
win at the South by Southwest Film Festival in 2019. The Overlook Film Festival, too. But I just also think it increases the chance of uh, like a ghost getting body slammed. Oh. Yeah, I want to see that. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking I'm not going to have a snack in it based on this one quote from RogerEbert.com, which says, a unique vision that satisfies from beginning to gory end. And I don't, I don't know. need another all the devils are here situation. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, what if the house is just turned the last act is just a prosthetic vagina? Just no. Like the French doors just open up as no lady bits just <laughs> fluttering in the breeze. No. I wish you guys could see his hand motions Ooh. right now because he looks like a ghost that's trying to bap at a cat. I'm like a ghost moth. <laughs> Just let my, my French door flaps flutter. Uh, I mean, we're going to have to tone down the weird if we're going to keep these people listening through all oh. of this self-isolation. Double down on the weird. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're going to go watch this. You think you're not going to be able to have a snack? I mean, we. I don't really want to have a snack. Let's be honest. I just had a miniature sandwich for dinner. Yeah, I don't think that was miniature. It was a full sandwich. It, it was half of a <laughs> slice of sourdough. That sourdough <laughs> is gigantic. <laughs> it was a big loaf. <laughs> uh, we, that's enough of us talking about things you guys can't see. Um, we're they gonna... can envision a sourdough loaf. It would be a massive bread bowl, and it was, you know, a good chunk of that. <laughs> All right, let's go watch what film school rejects call an effectively unsettling horror film. Oh, this is great. Yep. All right. <laughs> okay. Bye. See you soon. And we are back having just watched The Girl on the Third Floor. Oh, good job. You remembered the title. Sounds like it should be a rom-com more not. so than a horror movie. It is not a rom-com. Well, it's a love story about a man and his marbles. Um. <laughs> and home repair. Honestly, opening montage of this movie felt like Bob Vila just doing a home inspection. I think Bob Vila is a better actor than this guy was, though. Oh, wow. Talking some shit about Mr. CM Punk. Yeah, he's not great. Was his... I don't know what try. Give him a little credit. I, I mean, I, do I have to... The guy was schmarmy in the movie. Look, as the person that if we're ever walking in public and Mr. CM Punk sees us, he'll body slam, not you, but me through something. <laughs> I'm going to need you to take it down a level with him. I don't think he's in a good enough shape to body slam anyone anymore. Uh, I just got fat. So he, <laughs> he's like, oh, God, I could body slam you, but my knees would go out. <laughs> I'm like, mine too. Mine too. Let's not do this. <laughs> You know what? I tell you what. I'll just I'll just get an ACL surgery and call it a day. <laughs> hey, Kevin, did you have a snack during this movie at all? I did not. You know what I did have? A lot of a alcohol. A lot of rum. <laughs> oh, so, I think you actually started so with a rum. whiskey something, yeah. and then you moved to rum. We transitioned. I tried to go reverse alphabet style <laughs> through our drink cabinet. <laughs> I feel like this was a goal I was unaware of. Uh, you are a sneaky drinker, though. When you start drinking, you get sneaky. I, I feel like I'm less a sneaky drinker and more of a you just don't pay attention <laughs> to me. You don't provide proper supervision. Kevin, what drink number are you on right now? Girl, you don't got to put numbers on this. 
I have to tell you guys, I have had not a drop of alcohol. And Kevin, I believe, is on his fourth, fourth, if I'm being generous, drink. Oh, girl, you and are you snitching? He looked at me and he's like, you want to go record? <laughs> we finished this movie and I was like, we need to go studio now. This buzz is going to wear off. <laughs> this movie needs I'm drunk be. <laughs> me involved in it. Um, oh. So, Brie, give me a summary of this, the plot of this movie. Uh, a gentleman, I use that term very loosely, and his pregnant wife buy a house that needs a lot of home repair, and he goes off into the country with this house and starts home repairing it. Okay. We'll go analogy. This movie is The Money Pit with Tom Hanks. Haven't seen it. Mashed up with any Sam Raimi movie. Which is like gross fluids getting splashed on someone. It, I mean, there were a lot of gross fluids and gross house parts that yeah. were body part-esque. And also like poor handling of black mold situations. Like you don't oh, yeah. put your fist right through without gloves. I have I have a an aversion to having things on my fingertips. And this guy just full on like fisted his house <laughs> the first second that he got in the house. And it was all like black and gooey, and oh god! Oh. Uh, she does not. I, I get. I chortled. I snorfed. Um, <laughs> no, this is going to be an interesting ride. I can already tell. He's straight up like he doesn't even foreplay. No nope. poking that black mold. He's just like, oh, I could put two ting- fingertips in, just like tease around. No, he just full on like bam. Yep. Uh, Robocop through a wall. That thing. Yep. Uh, also, CM Punk. Um, I admire that they chose not to cover up any of his tattoos. Not a single one. But he's supposed to be like a financial guru. Yeah, they totally that totally escaped knows, fraud. That knows home repair also. <laughs> like he's like, that's what I did as a he's hobby. He's a man of many talents. Yeah, I guess, except for acting. Yeah. Oh, oh but I'm, sh- I'm going to deserve that body slam. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh no, like, they, he has his full sleeves, and, like, a game I was playing halfway through this was, like, does he have the f- fucking Pepsi logo tattooed on his arm? <laughs> and then on the other side, it's, like, he's got a Cobra Commando one, then a bowl of ramen on his wrist. I was, like, this is fascinating. It's, like, a Where's Waldo <laughs> of, like, tattoos that he replaced his personality with. Then <laughs> his knuckles have drug-free on them. Oh, but he's supposed to play like a a, a, a guy that did a little too much uh, partying, partying in Chicago, and that's why they have to retreat to the suburbs. Yeah, because God knows that's what makes people calm down is just <laughs> less things to go crazy around. <laughs> so he's doing this home repair with his dog Cooper, and uh, there is a chick that says, "Hey, from the backyard," that's kind of a little. Um, flirtatious and he's a douchebag and he bangs her i mean yeah we moved quick through that yeah no she does like she just comes on to him he's like i'm hot i understand this <laughs> i get this i mean like i'm bangable which like dude dude's got she's and, way cuter than yeah, he oh, is way cuter than him he's got an acceptable dad bod yeah he clearly was a lot more muscular at one point and has not kept up with the um 
workout regimen. Which again, I don't know why they put CM Punk in there because I'm like, it didn't tie into his wrestling thing at all. Usually, like <laughs> they did not utilize also, that career. <laughs> bro, you ain't gonna be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Like, I mean, it, I shouldn't. I clearly am not as fit as he is, but um, yes, he was definite dad bod. Um, so, anyways, he bangs this chick, and she skedaddles. And they're and this is all during his home repairs because he you know tells his wife like keeps her updated on the this old house sitch yeah uh like gross stuff coming out of the light f- fixtures looks shower. like jizz oh uh, yeah yeah it does which okay I want to talk about that later when we'll circle back around we're pinning the jizz okay uh, for the moment <laughs> pretty Look, sure that's a hard thing to pin blow. down <laughs> yeah it's like jello to a wall which is also probably how the effects were done in this movie um. <laughs> So he has sex with her, and then immediately the ceiling after she leaves, the ceiling in the bedroom they uh, they did the nasty in it collapses. Like, collapses, and <laughs> they point out that there's this like observatory above that room, which mm-hmm. is in the third floor. Yeah, which once again you were right. I it was not a fully fledged floor. No, it no. was an attic. It is. It's just a terribly titled movie. Yes. Uh, if they would have said, like, the girl in the attic, oh, no, I would have thought it would have been a diary of Anne Frank. I would have thought film. more like uh, Flowers in the Attic. It oh, was gross, 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 gross. It was gross, gross, creepy like that, so. Yeah. Uh, no, but, like, it, it just came out. And then, so it's like this observatory that was supposed to be watching the room, and he's like, you oh, we're going to exactly get that fist. Or what it was get for. fixed fisted uh, <laughs> sorry breeze got that in my head and that's not good uh that's never gonna come back as callbacks later for you guys um and they 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 like go through and they go they go to fix this he gets a friend over to help fix it milo yeah and the friend is very judgmental and it seems rightly so because the guy in this movie did you ever catch his first name no yeah, CM Punk's character. Tiger. She calls him Tiger. Yeah, I can't remember. Don. There Dawn, we go. It's Don. King they Don. Call him King Don. Yeah. And I'm like, but Douche. Don. Don already has got like a connotation of like a title, you know? Yeah. A Don in the Mafia yeah. is its own title, so they could have called him the Don. I don't expect that they thought their audience was going to be all that smart. Yeah, but the king. He's supposed to be King Don of Chicago. And the house, it turns out, they bought. They find out it used to be a brothel. Yep. But if he always knew that. Um, Because he said, oh, that was like when the bartender points out, like, you lived in the brothel. Oh, yeah. And then he said, well, that was like 100 years ago. And the bartender even asks him, like, hey, so Don has a drinking problem. Yep. Goes to a bar. Bartender says, hey, are you gay? And Don kind of reacts not progressively. Yeah, which is surprising because it sounds like CM Punk himself is quite pro lgbtq yeah. rights yeah right and then yeah. uh, the guy's like no it's fine it's just that Acting. house do- the house doesn't end well for straight men which i was like cool <laughs> uh this house the most anti-homophobic house i've ever met yeah i, mean, it's just, I could imagine like gay couples moving in like this place is great and then straight couples are like oh my god this is terrible <laughs> Um, I think that the house just doesn't like cheater, cheater, pumpkin eaters. Or that, or like just buy guys. They're like, oh no, the walls are bleeding, but you know, surprisingly amount of, a large amount of natural sunlight in this room. <laughs> so we're good. So um, anyways, the house and Sarah, the pretty girl, start tormenting um, CM Punk's character. 
done. They don't even go. They like skip tormenting. They like skip any sort of like warning phase in the this house is evil. I mean, there's Get some out. walk by shadows and and some mirror flickers and for us the audience. I mean, we build up dramatic irony. I mean, where we see something that the audience doesn't, but yeah. or that the characters don't. I'm well, sorry. Cooper the dog always sees it. Yeah, Cooper the dog does. And I'm sorry, Bree, your prediction was right. What happened to poor Coop? That was in a different one. What happens to poor Coop? Cooper gets murdered by Sarah. Via? Via the washing machine. Dryer. Dryer. Which actually, I got to tell you, I covered my eyes. I did not want to see that. And I would never want to see that. And so Kevin said, yeah, don't look. It's Cooper. And I love you for that. Thank you for yeah. not keeping that in my brain. Spin cycled that little German shepherd. Oh, it was very sad. And that was the moment that... Although I didn't like the movie to begin with, I would never recommend it to anyone ever. <laughs> uh, you don't kill the dog. Well, and that causes him when the next time CM Punk sees Sarah, yeah, he kills her. He does. And he tries to wall her up somewhere in the house. Yeah, but then he gets a call from his wife. Yeah. And he leaves her body tied up downstairs in the basement. And when he gets back, the body's gone. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And then that night, he's, he's hanging still in, in the, the house. house. What yeah. a dumbass. Seemingly uh, very okay with not only being an adulterer, uh, being <laughs> an addict, uh, also a murderer. He's just like, no, this is sleeping. I'm sleeping and surprisingly well. he's not well. even distraught about his dog dying. I mean, other than the fact that he murdered somebody about it, but I really get the feeling he murdered her more because she threatened to tell his wife. Yeah, it could be. I mean, because they they pretty much emphasize this house is their second chance. Yeah. As a couple. Um, but he, he murders her. He's hanging in his house. And then um, I left for a, a minute or two to take care of some paperwork. <laughs> No, anyways, so you leave, you're going off and doing your thing, and as you leave, he has, like, a mental breakdown, and see, he goes upstairs to the attic, and he finds a, a walled-in room that he takes down the wall, and he goes in there, and it's clear that a little kid had been in there drawing, and it was all these um, graphic drawings of a man in one of the plague noses, the really long beak noses, uh, masks, screwing a woman. And it's clearly a kid that's drawing this. So you know that they're seeing the stuff from, that's been in the bedroom. And um, then he starts hearing things in the walls and he finally makes it downstairs and sledgehammers one of the walls. And when he does... It's like the house has a heart behind the wall and it's like boom, 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 boom. And you see the, it looks like flesh, uh, fleshy heart beating. And then he, and then he hears it in different spots. And one spot has his friend's Milo's face in it. And the other has the girl with the messed up face that was the kid drawing in the room in one of the holes peeking out and Bree's not talking about like she's vaguely deformed she's full-on got like a split open face and um, eyeballs and teeth inside oh of gosh it. it's so gross and she's got like a an eyeball dead center cyclops style yeah a decent special effect it was um, gross but she's like tied together with ropes yeah around a vague dress 
Yeah, so he starts going cray-cray, looking throughout the house, like, knocking things into walls, and, oh, it's just, it's gross. And then Kevin came back. Came back. Dude has a marble at this point when I come back in that is traveling up through his body, because marbles have been appearing in this house in random spots. Implying that a kid was a victim in there. Yeah, and you can track it following up through him. He cut... Tries he takes to a cut box it out. cutter. Yeah, has a box cutter. Tries to cut it out in a couple spots. Doesn't get it, and it pops out of his eye Ugh. socket. I closed my eyes at that part. I didn't have to see it. And uh, then the he's confronted by the, the tooth-faced monster, and he's like, what do you want from me? And all of a sudden, like, six more marbles come out and roll towards him. Yeah, and then fade to black. Fade to black, and then we get smash like protagonist shift where all of a sudden his wife comes yep. to the house. She's checking on him. She's surprised him. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, she meets with a, a pastor that basically gives her the exposition dump for the plot is, oh, well, this was a brothel. The women in there died. Uh, mm-hmm. Not well. Uh, it's no. not like they all died of old age counting Benjamins. No. And she even... Um, so she's still, she doesn't know where her husband is. She doesn't know where the dog is. But she's still in the freaking house. Who stays in the house? Why are you going in there, lady? Anyways, so she's uh, she's in the house lurking around. And Sarah pops up and scares her. And says, oh yeah, I'm your husband's gopher. in all this like sultry. And then of course she light bulbs and is like, oh crap. You know, he, d- he did it again. And... um. Anyways, shit goes down. She ends up being back in a flashback, sees everything that was happening. Yeah, flashes back to ye oldie times. Yeah. Unspecified oldie times. <laughs> and so she sees everything that happens. And then um, it, it's just really weird. I, Anyways, it ends up she makes the right choice. Doesn't kill her ex-husband well, or her pump, husband. Pump some brakes. He's speeding through. Well, uh, Sarah tries to kill her. Yeah. And then um, she also gets confronted by the little girl who it didn't end up looking like that little of a girl. Yeah. Uh, I think they're implying that more she was handicapped than she was like underage. But she implied that the guy in the, the plague doctor mask actually take took her and molested her. Yep. Uh, and then at one point, the little girl tries to climb through the light socket in the ha- or uh, outlet in the house. Yeah. Ugh. And Sarah just or not Sarah. The wife bashes Liz. her in the head. You, she's like, "Nope, not gonna happen," and hits her with a hammer. That's <laughs> like, "Good job. That's what you should do." But the she minute definitely that's had the right instincts. <laughs> and Sarah lets her go. And this pastor that's been, you know, she's lived across the church since 1984. Which she I'm, lived across the street in the church, yeah, across yeah. from the house. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, this house, ha- the house does it. It's really like the strength of your character that determines whether or not you survive the house. Yeah. And I was like, you could have told the husband that. Like, No, but clearly. Be like, hey, listen, dude, uh, you just moved into this house. You're going to see some shit. Uh, <laughs> you just, better be making right choices. Tell you, you're going to see some sexy ghosts. It's a judgy, judgy house. <laughs> dick in the pants. Yeah, and she tries to make it sound like the house, I don't, I don't. I don't mess with the house's business and the house doesn't mess with my business. Yeah. And it's like, but maybe you should like hand out like a note card or something like, hey, look, uh, we're going to be doing a speech uh, or my sermon this Sunday is going to be don't fuck ghosts. 
uh, I feel like you should attend. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm not religious. She's like, I really think you should attend based on your, your geography. Uh, I don't want to spell it out for you, but don't fuck ghosts. <laughs> so anyways, Liz has, Liz does the right thing and she makes the right choice. And the house kind of like forgives her. And then she goes in and finds Sarah's body that has been walled up in a closet. And then her and the pastor bury her. And then it flashes to six months later. She's had the baby. She's still living in the house. Who the shit stays in the house? Yeah, I mean, and if it was like a, if it was a really cool house, I could get it. But I mean, it's a craftsman house, but it's not that cool. Victorian, thank you. Okay, fine. But anyways... She's dumb. She's stayed in the house. She remodeled it. She's in the house. She took care of Sarah's body. But what about the creepy kid? I mean, there's still ghosts in there. Well, as we saw at the end, uh, like marbles drop on the the baby. Which, that is a choking hazard. Yeah. It just makes a ghost baby. And those are the (laughs) easiest kind to defeat. No, Um, creepy, gross. Don't love that. just trap them in a plastic bag. Oh, that no. was that was dark. I just uh, oh, um, no. Anyways, and then like CM Punk is watching his baby and from he's the like, vent. but he makes a comment like, "Oh, there's my good bull or good baby." I don't, know. I don't remember what he said. But then he screams. Yeah, and I'm like, you're a bad dad. Like you're a bad ghost dad. Yeah, it, I mean, just I do not recommend this movie. Uh, I recommend this movie. So if you're ever like. I want to see a Sam Raimi movie because this movie has a lot of um, goop. It does. It is very goopy. Uh, thrown at a protagonist. Yeah. Just a lot of goo. It's like, I mean, it's one of those ones where it's like they just like to basically like do a horror movie version of Nickelodeon sliming someone. Yeah, it was. Ugh. If you want to see that, but played serious, because like Sam Raimi movies always have like tongue firmly in right. cheek. They're very much fun. Like campy, schlocky horror. Yeah. This one tries to be very serious. And I'll honestly say it's a competently done horror movie. Yeah. I mean, I definitely had my hand over my face a couple times. Had your hand over your face a couple times. There's a couple uncomfortable moments, like the movie made you feel tense. Yeah. Um, it just isn't anything new in the right. genre. Um, I and didn't, I didn't I... feel surprised by anything they chose to do. Other than they killed the dogs. What the dog? What idiots? Easiest way to make you like realize the wickedness of the situation or yeah. the evilness of it. That dog um, was innocent. It yes. made the right choices. That was a stupid house. It borked. It, dogs are supposed to bork. It borked. It tried to prevent <laughs> it tried to prevent CM Punk from hooking up. Kevin, do you feel Dog was really the hero? Oh well yeah, I agree. Cooper was the best part of that movie. Uh, Kevin, do you feel like this cover was appropriate, or how would you change it? I would say the cover was very appropriate. The girl on the third floor didn't make any sense. Like, I know the... Especially since the first time we saw her was down on the ground level, and then she was never truly in the attic. I don't think she was supposed to be the girl on the third floor. I think it was supposed to be the weird cleaved face... Oh. Tooth girl was supposed to be the, Again, this is why I don't think the title was perfect. Uh, yeah. A girl, or the girl on the third floor, like, and really the third floor is kind of not really that important to the plot. Not really. Um, 
I would have, I would have changed the title, not necessarily the cover, because the heart comes into play. Yeah. The third floor does come into play in some degree. Yeah. Um, but I'd have changed it. Yeah. I don't know what I'd change the title to. I'd say keep the cover, change the title, uh, change the tagline. How about fuckers in the attic? <laughs> what the shit? No, that's. <laughs> If you're making a porn version, I guess that's what I would call this. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I don't know what I would call it. Not good. That's what I call it. Oh, wow. That's... <laughs> you're not supposed to give your review as the tagline. They can't be like, hey, go see this movie. It's a not good. Um, <laughs> I agree with you, though. I feel like the cover was very uh, appropriate for the movie. On brand. Title needed to be changed. Yep. An alternate title for this. I don't know. Um... Maybe even home is where hell is. I don't know. I'm like actually make it the tagline as opposed to yeah. Uh, like change that to the but then like but home is really... where the hell is makes me feel like it's gonna be a comedy in some it way. It does like a dark comedy. Yeah, this um, I don't know. Yeah, renovation. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I or you could go with something like really cheesy and do a play on brothel somehow <laughs> the le- best little whorehouse in the suburbs <laughs> uh i yeah i just i i think that was the misstep was like that title's not all the way there um yeah. i wonder if it had a different working title it felt like it did so then one of the reasons why i felt like it did is um even up to the last minute is when the movie started, it did its opening credits. Its opening credits were in this, like, German Frankfurt, like, gothic font. Mm -hmm. And then in, like, a different solid, like, impact-style font, if you're, you know, Photoshop memes, you know. (laughs) Like, that's there for the girl on the third floor, but everything else is done in this, like, gothic style throughout. Yeah. So, again, maybe they... We're thinking of a different name and they just couldn't come up with it. I don't know. What do you call it? You know? Yeah. Home Sweet Home sweet Home would have been a good one. Yeah. Um, home Sweet Hell. I don't know. Like. Definitely not the girl on the third floor. No. And especially because it's like, it's not like it was demons. It was ghosts. Yeah. And it was also like, apparently a problem would be solved if you were gay or you learned how to keep your dick in your pants. <laughs> so. Yeah. I just. I didn't. I didn't care for it. It was well done. Uh, the effects were good. Um, generally, for a horror movie, the acting was fine. I yeah. just it wasn't a new twist on the genre. I thought the ladies way. did an excellent job acting. Even okay, really, Milo did a good job too. Really, the so only one that... the only one you didn't like was CM Punk. Yeah, I feel like he he was trying though. I mean, they didn't really choose to characterize him much. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to emphasize that like. He's not a good person, even though he's a POV character. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, any other changes to the cover art you'd give it? Or do you have a title change you'd give it? No, I'm... I mean... No, I'm not creative like that. I would just do something punny. That's just because who I am. <laughs> I like the puns. <laughs> yeah. Lost my marbles. The Although movie. I do have to say, I don't think that... I was kidding. There were a lot of marbles in this. There were. Uh, there, 
the implication of hell in the tagline doesn't really come to fruition. I mean, they don't really make it because I thought it would have been better if maybe they did um, that the wife and the husband had died in a car crash and this was their um, like decision whether they go to heaven or hell with how they handle the house or something. You know what I mean? Like the house mm. is a temptation. Not at all. I'm not tracking any of that. <laughs> um, I feel like that's just trying to rewrite based on a tagline. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I a, thought that that's a choice you're making. That would have uh, been more interesting. Oh, so you're saying this movie would have been better if it would have been completely different than yes. what it was? I don't think you can do that. <laughs> I don't know if you can be like, hey, you know what made Velocipaster better? If it wouldn't have been Velocipaster. Um, like, if it would have been, he would have been an atheist, and he would have turned into a chihuahua. Better movie. Better movie. You're telling me you wouldn't watch that? No, so you don't get to be like, hey, this movie would be great if it was not a girl on the third floor, and instead it was Beetlejuice. Uh, I love Beetlejuice. I know. That's why I said it. Did you see where this is going? Squirrel. You don't just get to change the movie completely and be like, this would improve it greatly. In fact, if its cover art would have redone the title and made it Supernova, um, recast the leads as Angela Bassett and James Spader, would have been a different movie. Would have been a better movie. I would have recommended it. It's true. I would have. Which reminds me, check out our backlog. We're available everywhere you can find podcasts. <laughs> We're also available on Twitter and Instagram at By Its Cover Pod. And we have a Facebook, which is what, Kevin? By Its Cover Podcast. Okay. I mean, we didn't break the mold here, honey. <laughs> it's good. We're branded. We're an immersive experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I assume that t- tells us we're wrapping it up. We are wrapping it All up. Right. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cavin underscore egg or on Facebook at Cavin Eggleston. But he's- there's no live comedy happening right now. So. But he's got some amazing uh, tweets and good statuses. You got the dopest tweets. They're averaging <laughs> one favorite uh we need to build up your base capacity uh, babe i feel like jesus because i've only got 13 followers <laughs> all right well thanks for listening i do not recommend this movie Kevin. to you taking shots on the outro <laughs> you know what watch it it's not gonna hurt you Bree's mostly salty about a dog so. yep that's right that's my yep that's her line in the sand. Yep. Or her dog in the dryer, as it the were. The only reason that I could watch John Wick is if we don't watch those first, what, 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Yep. And okay. Keanu Reeves. We say the whole name here in this house. K. Reeves. Got it. Nope. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.